Are your kitchen and bathroom way overdue for a remodel? Well, I got the guy for you. Call John Sellers at First Response Contracting, 484-256-7136. Both residential and commercial services, and he's licensed and insured. Call him at 484-256-7136, First Response Contracting. Hello, this is Brad Wiseman. You're listening to Real Estate and You. We're back today. It is St. Patty's Day. As you can tell, if you're watching this, there's a green hat on the table. It is not my hat. It is actually Justin Brella's hat because he's here in the studio with me. Um, and he's dressed in all green, too. He's very, very festive today. Very hey. festive. Are you a leprechaun? No. Are you sure? No, and I'm only a quarter Irish. Oh, okay. I'm only a quarter Irish. All right. So as you can tell, Justin Perella's here. We're going to talk about mortgages, get some updates. We're going to try to alleviate the scare, the the doom and gloom of the rising interest rates, because uh, we just don't believe in doom and gloom around this place. Um, so um, how you doing? Good. Power positive thinking. That's right, man. Screw everybody else. <laughs> we refuse to be negative. Don't bring that negativity around. That's there. right, man. That's right. So happy St. Patty's Day. You too, man. Yeah. Yeah. You uh, Top of the not, afternoon to you. You're not doing anything today? You're not today. I'm going to eat some uh, corned beef. Okay. Do you eat corned beef? Hugo, do, do you, do you eat corned beef? No, you, eat, don't you don't eat corned beef? No. <laughs> okay. Well, we're going to do Rubens tonight, which is basically corned beef and, yep. and sauerkraut and all that yep. stuff. So. No, I love, love corned beef. Sounds good. All right. So what are we diving into here? What do you want to talk about? Well, we can touch on rates first, um, then roll right into kind of the whole inflation business. Yeah. Yeah. So tell as, me about the rates. Where are yeah, they at? Well, as people may know, the um, the Fed increased the interest rates by a quarter. It's not going to kill us right now, but long term, we're going to start seeing rates keep climbing. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we've gone up a little bit since we last spoke. We were probably in the low fours. Now we're mid fours and higher. Gotcha. So they are creeping up. Mid fours. Yep. Which okay. is, again, not running for the hills. I no. think we can show everybody the you know the reason that it still makes sense. And there's other ways, too. There's, there's ways that we can lower it. Uh, when you call me, we can talk about bi-monthly payments, which will lower your interest rate no yeah. matter what interest rate you get. So it's, again, it's not doom and gloom. No, it's not doom and gloom. And, and you know, there's uh, a chart that we can show. You want to show that chart yeah, right now? We'll show go. the, um, let's show the mortgage rates for the year, the yearly mortgage rates, if we can do that. We'll put that up on the chart here. And, if, and for podcasts, what we're doing is we're just trying to show you that this is not the the worst thing in the world. We're, yeah. we're okay. Um, the, the interest rates, which I thought was interesting, Justin and I were just talking about this. Yeah, this graph here does show 2021 as 2.96% right. as the average. Now, we know that right now it's way higher than that. So it's right. at 4.5%. That's, That's good. That's, That's okay. That's okay. 21 was a and we're talking year. averages, too. Yep. Okay. So what I wanted to bring up, if you look from 1992, which is when I got in the business, right. okay, and you go to, to uh, 2020, 20. okay, we'll just go to 2020, the average interest rate was 5.97, okay? That was average for the years, uh, mm-hmm. across those years. What was amazing was when it went to 72 up to uh, to, to 2020, was like... What, yeah, 1972, yeah, yeah to uh, 2020, it was like 7.96%. Right. And that seemed low to me, to be honest with you, because right. of the days of 16s and 15s. But Yeah. And you know what? What's really cool is that from 1972 to 2022, 
there's houses still selling. Yeah. And they always have sold. So the interest rate is not what dictates the market. No. Okay? And, and there's no reason to get scared about it. No. Okay? I think the thing is, is what you should be scared of is a 15% credit card. Well, yeah, that. <laughs> or a 9% car loan. You know, that would scare me more than anything because those aren't good investments. No. And you're you're absolutely right. If And you, there's other ways to lower those. So you do need to be looking at your full financial picture. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's exactly what we do when we get together. And I talked about that last time, good debt, bad debt. Yeah. So these are good debts. So yeah. not only you're not even taking into consideration the the interest rate write-offs from that member. Yeah. You're exactly deductible. So right. You know, we didn't even bring that up. You're exactly right. That interest that you're talking about as that interest rate goes up, that's just more that you can write off on your taxes. Now talk to your accountant about that. We're not experts in accounting, but not everybody can write it off. Depends on your income and things like that and how much you already wrote off on on other things. So, But yeah, it's there. For it's the there. first time home buyer, that's huge. Here's another one. Just think of this. I didn't even think about this till now. So, okay, the rates are at 4.5% this year, mm-hmm. right? So you buy a house right now at mm-hmm. 4.5%, right? And at the end of next year, we find out that the housing prices on the house you bought went up 10%. You paid 4% in interest, mm-hmm. and your house went up by 10%. You made money. Yeah, you made money. You made money. You, if you put less than 20% down, yeah. it keeps going up a little bit, or you put 10% down, it goes up 10%. Guess what? You're getting out of your mortgage insurance. Which Absolutely. Finance. So it's, it's yeah, there's a lot of positives. A lot right of now. positives. That's exactly right. So let's go into- uh, I want to see that inflation. I wanna you want to see the inflation yeah, thing? That I, is really good. I think that's cool. A great slide. And and for anybody on podcast, we'll try to explain here yep. what is what is going on. So this is a really cool chart. It was actually a chart that's from Keller Williams uh, from down at our, our convention down in Orlando, Florida. And yep. basically what it does, it puts affordability into, in perspective. Yep. Uh, so everybody talks about inflation, inflation, inflation. What I want to tell you is that a car, in today's world with inflation has gone up 30.22% since 1989, okay? But there's also a lot more bells and whistles. Absolutely a lot more there. Gasoline has gone up 56%, and that graph was made when gas was $2. Oh, was, sorry, when, gra- when gas was $3.51, that's what that graph so uh, was made 99% for. 99% increase. This is the one that is most important, is the house one. Yeah. If you bought a house in 2021... Mm-hmm which is last year, the average was $346,900, okay? The payment on that was $1,455 a month, all right? National stick, average? Stick with me. This is a national average, okay. absolutely, yep. So it's 1455 In 1989, that house would have been 94000 or the mortgage payment would have been eight twenty five a month, right. okay? If you if you inflate this, or if you mm-hmm. use the uh, adjustments for inflation, that would come out to two hundred and eighteen thousand dollars, two hundred and thirty two. Yeah, two hundred eighteen thousand two thirty two. Mm-hmm. The mortgage payment should be, mm-hmm. when adjusted for inflation, the mortgage payment should be nineteen fifteen a month. Right. Guess what? It's only fourteen fifty five. Yeah. So what's really amazing is that mortgage payments for the same house, adjusted for inflation, have gone down twenty four percent. Yeah, and this is the to... reason we have a lot of buyers in the market. Yeah. Think about it. It's affordable. You're buying more house yeah. for less money. I would like to, and I know we can't do it now, but rents as opposed oh, rents to that, are I wonder what. Out of control. I wonder what a rent inflation wise would have been because the, to me, they don't fluctuate as much. Right. Is They're that... starting to. Okay. They're gotcha. starting to. They used, you're right. It used to be more of a, a level playing field. 800 bucks got you 800 bucks worth of, of a rental. But that's because there was vacancies. That's true. When you don't have vacancies, 
Yep, probably. Same yeah. as same as housing. It goes straight up. Yep. That was a little whistle I did. You like that? <laughs> um, it goes straight. It goes straight up. Um, the demand. Yeah, right. The de- so because right now, if you talk to anybody in Why Missing, like the ones that above where, where Viva used to be yep. and all those apartments and stuff like that, all the ones in West oh, Reading right now are pretty much a hundred percent. That's insane. Because in fact, they- some of them are one hundred and five percent. And you know why? There's a waiting list. Wow. Yeah. So all those above like B2 and all, all that. Book, all that stuff is 100%. Book. Wow. When they yep. were building those, I'm like, who's moving Yeah, Metropolitan. As, as far as I remember, last Viva, time I talked to Kevin, 100%. Viva, all yep. above Yep, it. and they're not cheap. Yeah, no, no, they're no, not no, cheap. They're not. No. So that's, that's the reason, you know, but here's the thing is funny is that they're going up, but there's no investment. The problem is, is that there's, there's no investment there. No. It's you, completely... You're just you're paying their mortgage. You're paying yeah. somebody else's mortgage. And I'm assuming there's an HOA of some kind, like a, a condo association fee. Oh yeah, there's, and actually a lot of those places have all all kinds of other fees, you know, yeah. that, that go along with that. So no write offs, no nothing. No, so you know that's 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 where we're at with that. So I love the inflation thing. That made a lot of sense for me when I was down in Florida, and and I wanted to bring that up because it I knew it would blow your mind. No, mo- it ties right. And in. that's a good thing for you as a mortgage uh, lender to say, hey, right. this is we're still doing really well here. Yeah, it, here's the difference when you're talking with uh, a first-time home buyer they don't care about 90s rates so much <laughs> this is true all they know is two and three and four percent so it's a little bit harder but again that's more ammunition to yeah. show them listen yeah. I, I, show them the graph like it but yeah it's where we're at yeah absolutely but here's the thing too don't let the media tell the story you tell the story yeah, do, do you know what i mean research. the media tells a bad story always they're always looking for the worst news out there and talk to the experts don't go into you know no offense don't go into a branch to get a, a you know yeah. a financial specialist's opinion on the mortgages or the or the you know you don't go. yeah don't talk to your tire guy for mortgage Correct. information go to yeah. the right people absolutely so what else you got for me well i just wanted to touch on a lot right now is um People are trying trying to find different ways to get approved. I'm finding a lot of people because either they were out of uh, jobs or, or not working mm-hmm. as much over COVID. You know, we have guidelines to protect them now, but I'm seeing a lot of cosigners right now. And Interesting. It's not a bad thing. Why? Uh, Why cosigners? Well, what do you think? What's the reason for that? Debt mostly. Debt. Yeah, debt mostly because when they were uh, out of work or not working as much, they had to live off their credit cards. So now what's happening is their debt to income ratios are a little bit higher. So right. my job is not to decline you. My job is to try to find a way to get you a mortgage and get you into a house. Gotcha. Not oversell you on a mortgage amount, but get you into a house so you're seeing all those rewards as we sure. just spoke about. Um so when you come to me, we're going to, we're going to investigate all avenues. So right. a lot of times co-signers are coming up because mom and dad want to help out. Sure. You know, mom, dad, grandmother, sure it can be any family member. They um, need to know what they're getting into though. That's another point. Go ahead. Keep going. Correct. No, Just no, 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 bring no that that's up. huge. Yep. Absolutely. So the one big misconception is that you need somebody with great credit, which you yeah. do need somebody with good credit, but it could be a family member that has credit. That's just a little bit better than yours because guess what? We're using the lower of the two. Yeah. So if you're a 700 and they're an 800. You're using the 700. You're using the 700. And the interest rate's going to be based on that. Correct. Correct. So mm-hmm. if they have great credit, unfortunately, it's not. It's going to help. But 700's still good. Heck yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just make it sure. So what we're looking for in a cosigner is somebody that has a low debt ratio. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they have decent income. Um, their debt to income ratio should be you know lower to support your higher debt. Mm-hmm. Now- what you just said, important to realize that they are in it. 
They're not just a bystander right. with, you know, making the... There's the, no such thing as a co-signer, although they're they're co-responsible. Right, right. <laughs> but it's, it's not 50%. Best. They they don't just owe, they don't know, or if there's three people, it's not like it's it's split up third, third, and third. No, that's your 100% debt. Everybody's 100% responsible for that debt. Correct. Now, there are ways in the future that if you pay your mortgage, mom and dad are in a separate account, you pay it all on your own, and we can show, you can look to offset that after 12 months payments, but that's, don't think yeah, about yeah, that yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. Because what we're trying to do is we're trying to get you in a position where you're in the house and then we look to get them off as soon as possible. I have a lot of clients that I keep a tickler of and say, okay, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, Mr. and Mrs. Johnson want to be off this in, as soon as possible. Right. And not only that, I'm going to try to time it so when we're refinancing them off, we're also hopefully getting you out of mortgage insurance. So we're not just doing the closing cost, paying closing costs just to get one thing taken care of. Let's get a couple things. Now, the rate might be a little bit higher. We're going to have yeah. to live with that. But again, it should only be... Uh, a part-time ad and now you're 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 building more income you're playing off debt you know you're you're getting to be in a better position sure. financially so we can look to take them off you know it might be your second home that they come off and now you've yeah. built equity into that primary but sure. um it's just all i'm going to try to prove you that's the bottom line is you're going to come to me and i'm not going to try to say oh, you can't do it yeah We'll you're more of the other way. Let's find a way to do it. Let's not let's not right. say how you why you can't. Let's say okay. Here's here's the thing. Let's dissect this a little bit. Let's look into it and go. Okay, here's where where you need help. What can we do to to outweigh this? Now, if it's a if it's a major credit problem and and they want to be on the mortgage, they're going to have to work on their credit. Yeah, no doubt. And and I still think that they should do that. And I'll give them I'll give them some education and some tools and some resources to work on their credit. But let's get you in the house. Let's get you started building equity. Mm-hmm. Now, the other thing I see is people are afraid to ask. They're afraid to ask a cosigner. So right. I have a I have a client that's perfect for it. He's moving to the area, um, and he has a sister that's well to do, and and she'd probably do it in a drop of right. a hat. She but, loves him, but but doesn't want to ask. Well, it's, you know, but I get it. It's hard to ask for money. I mean, it's hard to ask for money. It's hard. It's also, here's the thing too. You're exposing yourself. If you, you're asking for somebody to come to the plate and be responsible for you, for you. Exactly. And also what it does exposes yourself to letting them know that your credit is not good. That's, you know what I'm saying yep. that's the other part. It's not as much as just asking, but now I'm admitting yep. that I have a credit issue to somebody that I know and care for, or that I'm close with. And they're going to look at me and go, oh, well, how'd you get a credit problem? Yeah. What's wrong with you? Well, it's you gotta know? be somebody that you know and trust probably yeah. to be able to open up. Yeah. Now on the flip side, you do want to be careful though, as a co-signer, because I've seen people get burnt. Where? Oh yeah. We've had that happen. You and yes, I, we there have. was somebody that that happened to, I can't yeah. remember who it was, but yeah. well, we wouldn't say their name anyway, but no. <laughs> There's a thing called confidentiality. We always talk in like uh, in very vagueness. <laughs> yeah, so you got to be careful because this person was not a homeowner. Yeah, co-signed. Yeah, tried to get a home. Ugh. Found out that the mortgage wasn't getting paid, and Ugh. Ugh, it was hard. Not good. And I had to be the one that delivered that bad news. The bearer of bad news. Ooh. The Grim Horrible. Reaper. Horrible. So what else you got to go on? Believe it or not, we're at 15 minutes already, yeah. and, and we're going to have to soon uh, wrap this up. Um, what, what else? Was there anything that was real pressing that we wanted to go over yet? Oh, I know. You know what? Hugo had a question. We'll I do have a question. Hugo's question of the day. What is, what is your, this will be the first time I we're going to let him ask a question. Like go it. ahead. Go ahead. So this question I had is like, whenever the square footage of a house is given, mm-hmm. is the basement included in that square footage? Is it supposed to be? No. Okay. 
Is it they? a lot of times? Yes. What does the law say? Is there any regulations? There's no. Too? There's no law. There's what is what's supposed to happen. Anything that is underground, even a by level, uh, mm. anything that is considered underground, if it's finished, it must be noticed as as underground square footage. Mm. Okay. Mm. And it's not the same price per square foot when the appraiser takes that either. Wow. Uh, it's a lot less. It's a lot less. I finished my basement and we went and refinanced a while ago after we had finished the basement. And I was very surprised to to see what you get for your basement and square plus, footage. Because when you, pull, when you get taxed on that, when you, when you go to adjust your taxes and pull permits, it's not like they're giving you half credit. For no, no, definitely not. No, it's, it's, it's so it's. You know, like I always tell people, if you finish your basement and you spend seventy, eighty thousand dollars, don't be very, don't be surprised if when you get appraisal on that, they give you maybe sixteen to twenty thousand dollars of value. Wow. Yeah, so it's it's not, it's a personal enjoyment type mm-hmm. thing, not really the best investment. Now, once again, if you go into a community where everybody has their basements finished, then it's a saleability factor, and right. you're going to have a hard time selling it. So, will that lower the price? Yes, it will. So, there's a lot of a lot of things. But to answer your question, Hugo, for Hugo's question of the day. It is no, it is not considered to be the same as first and second floor. Okay. Awesome. Thank you for your All participation. All right. Yeah. Hugo. Thanks for your participation, Hugo, and you get a prize. <laughs> Actually, you get nothing just saying. <laughs> so uh, that's pretty much it. I think I think we're good though. We're good. we're good. I think the rate thing was good. I think the inflation thing awesome. is huge, right? Yeah. Huge, huge, huge. Yeah. You know, it's always good about putting things in perspective, you know. Uh, and, and just be careful how much you listen to the media. Our, our, our industry's going fine. Rates are going up a little bit, but let's not cry about it. It's not, it's not that big of a deal. You can still buy a house, and there's still plenty of homes out there, and I think things are just going to keep getting better and better. So, all right. Thanks, man. Are your kitchen and bathroom remodels a little overdue? Well, now's your chance to call First Response Contracting. John Sellers will take care of you. 484-256-7136. They do residential and commercial, and they're licensed and insured. Give them a call at 484-256-7136.